Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. And before we get started, as always, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening. Subscribe to us. And not only that, if you haven't already, leave us a review or rating. It helps us out a lot. We've been climbing those charts. We would really appreciate it. Help support the show. Uh, You can uh, go to Blockbuster Mentality. That helps us out a lot. If you go there and uh, listen to the shows, has all the new episodes up on there. It's a work in progress, the website, but, uh, but it's up and running. You can find recent episodes, starting to archive some of the older ones and put them in there. Uh, but uh, you can find our YouTube channel on there, our episodes, everything. So I uh, got a great show again for you folks. Discuss a fun movie, Wayne's World, uh, with the girls from the Ruined podcast, Allison and Hallie. Uh, they have a great uh, horror podcast where Hallie explains uh, what happens in the movie to Allison, and uh, Allison doesn't even watch the movies. Uh, they're they're a lot better at explaining it than I am, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Their show, um, but yeah, they explain it in this episode, so stay tuned for that. And they have a live show coming up that they're doing on October 25th. Uh, So hopefully you're listening to this before that. Um, And uh, so, yeah, they're going to give details on that as well. Uh, But it was a lot of fun talking to them about Wayne's World. Um, And, yeah, here we go. Let's uh, talk to the girls from The Ruined Podcast. Now, Allison, I know you're in uh, New York. Hallie, you're in uh, uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, has that been uh, difficult to do? To, to do what you guys have been doing? Is it, uh, uh, or is it you're making it work? We're making. I would. I mean, we would always rather record in person. It's so much well, more yeah. fun to be in the room together. But uh, I was just saying that we started this podcast and we both lived in New York and we could do that all the time. And then shortly before the pandemic started, Hallie moved to LA and there was a little like, how are we going to do this? Like, what are we going to do back and forth? Like, do you come here? Do I go out there? Like, how do we, and then all of a sudden the whole world went remote and we were like, well, I guess I'd rather the problem not have been solved in that way, but Mm -hmm. it did solve our problem of like, well, even if we were both, if she was in Queens and I was in Brooklyn, we were going to be recording this way anyway. So it kind of, yeah, Unf- you know, trying to find silver linings in an absolutely devastating year and a half. So. Sure. No. Yeah. yeah definitely. And it, it's funny too. Yeah, because I I typically have a co-host. So let's uh, beat on Dave today for not joining us. Dave, come on, dude. Um, Dave, yeah. Dave, come on. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, man, I tell you. Um, but but yeah, it, it's it's interesting how things can change that quick, and you know, because. Uh, we would test out like it was Skype back then. Uh, Zoom mm-hmm. became popular for uh, the the pandemic, but we would you know test out Skype shows every now and then if he didn't feel like coming over to my mm-hmm. house to to record. And it was just always it was always weird. It's just like it's so much better in person. But but once you get used to it, it's like now we're in a groove, and it's like okay, Zoom is the way to go. And you know it's it's you, you make it work, like you said, silver lining and it just, yeah, it works. So, yeah. um, now where are you guys? I, I, I didn't, you know, obviously with, uh, your careers and stuff, New York, LA, where are you, or where are you both from originally? 
Um, I'm from outside Cleveland, um, oh. so Northeast Ohio. And I actually moved to New York after uh, college because I thought I was going to be a librarian. So I got I was getting my master's at, uh, in information and library science at Pratt in Brooklyn. Great, great experience. If you're thinking about going to be a librarian, great program. <laughs> Good things to say about it. Then unfortunately, as soon as I was done, I, I started doing um, improv. And um, it kind of just it was like, well, I ruined my life. So now I'm going to have to pursue comedy writing. Um, and then, yeah. And then we met Alice. We met. We believe we have no memory of our actually meeting, but we believe it was, was probably a an open mic or something yes. like that. An like open a, mic or open. some show. I feel like anybody I'm sure it's the same in L.A. or, or any other like New York and L.A. being the two biggest like cities for comedy. But like you meet hundreds of people yeah. every year and like you can't pinpoint unless you have like a memorable moment of meeting somebody because like something happened that night like there's in there's no way to know when you met someone technically. right so yeah. we, you know thankfully don't have you know a super eventful meeting where like something <laughs> terrible happened but we also can't tell you when it was <laughs> yeah uh, well yeah that's funny because yeah, uh, obviously that was going to be my next question when you guys met but uh, allison where are you from I'm from Annapolis, Maryland, originally, and oh, then okay. I also moved to New York after college with the high hopes of being an English professor, uh, and when <laughs> that didn't work and I was working on my master's, I dropped out while I started doing stand-up, and uh, it's a similar... I was like, well, stand-up is really all I care about, and I guess I'll just owe NYU a lot of money for nothing for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just dove headfirst into a career that literally drives me insane every single day. So it's been fun. <laughs> literally just this year, I finished paying off my student loans for my master's degree, which I do not use. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but I have the debt to, to show for it. You know? Yeah, exactly. I have the, the literal receipts and none of the <laughs> you know useful knowledge or experience of, of what I was working on. <laughs> yeah, I regretted for a little while not ever getting a degree. But then I hear about things like that where you don't even use it and you're just paying off loans for yeah. that. So I'm glad I never had to deal with that. So <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, one one less thing, you know, one, uh, again, silver lining of not uh, <laughs> getting a degree yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah <laughs> now so you you don't know when you met exactly but like so how did how did a friendship begin and i assume a friendship began to for you guys to then start a podcast together where how did that how did that all start um actually i was like oh maybe i can figure out when we first emailed because oh wow our true friendship exists over gchat, gchat. which is i'm still on there I as much as i would like to, to be I, but I refuse to leave. leave. It's, you know, I, I didn't want to leave, leave AIM and I don't want to leave Gchat. <laughs> and whatever the next chat thing is, I'm not going to want to leave that. Why Why did we abandon the chat? I just, I like, don't understand. People I still use it. Gmail. You're still using Gmail. It's I right know your there. email's open on your yes. computer. Why are you lying no to me? No one closes Gmail. So where's your <laughs> chat? So we really live and die in Gchat. Um, yeah. It's probably like, 80% of our communication over the years has been through Gchat and 20% <laughs> in real life, which is upsetting to think about, but probably a pretty good ratio for us. Um, Why not we, text messages? Well, yeah, we do too, that too, but in text my mind, I'm, I always have my email open. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if somebody shoots me an email, but I, I think if, if this technology did not exist or this was not a function, our friendship would, the podcast may never happen. And I we don't think never it would have happened. Because yeah. I definitely yeah. am like, well, who's on? Okay, right. Dallas. And it was like, it was all the like, 
who was, you know, obviously early when you're starting out in comedy, like whatever your job, your job may or may not be caught. Like I had lots of like day jobs. Mm -hmm. Like I would do stand up at night and had like very dumb, like office day jobs I did during the day. Not that like those are dumb, but like to me, I was doing a job that I was like uninterested in. Um, so I would just sit on Gchat all day and then like, yeah. and, and then also even like then getting into the world of like when you're freelancing and you have all this time where you're just like fucking around, like trying yeah. to figure out, like you're just like browsing, you know, Indeed or whatever, Media Bistro, <laughs> looking oh, for fucking freelance jobs. Yeah. Um, you're just on, you're just sitting on your computer all day. So like it just became such an easy you know, for a period of time, also sure. everybody was using GChat. Now it's just us and Josh right. Yeah, Donald. this was like I like ten years ago popular. I mean, yes. I, we can't. Yeah, but I am um, very but, resistant to change too. You, you, I, I don't, you, don't make me do it. But then, you, as a result of that, as someone, I love horror movies, and then I would inevitably see Allison on GChat and then tell her about a horror movie, knowing that she was not going to see it. So it's like I I couldn't tell my friends who were going to see uh, whatever horror movie was out. But Allison was the perfect sounding board for those movies because she's like great i'm not not gonna see this yeah you're <laughs> like can i please tell you about this movie and i'm like yeah like ruin the whole thing like tell me the ending i don't care i remember specifically you telling me about the witch the vitch hell yeah um, and i just remember you talking about it and you were like there's a goat involved and i was like huh like and that kind yep. of like was the genesis of, that was like kind of like the beta version of the podcast was just yeah. us being on gchat uh Hallie ruining a horror movie for me because like no one else wanted it spoiled for them. <laughs> yeah, I see The Witch is one of your more recent ones. It looks like mm-hmm. it, that was released yeah. this month. Um, yes. That's that's funny too because I I had a, a, a coworker at my day job who because I'm not a horror guy at all and mm-hmm. I he would always come up to me and tell me about this new horror movie he saw and mm-hmm. you know you would explain the premise and I would be like okay and then I said what happens he said oh you want me to spoil it I said. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, not gonna. gonna <laughs> so that's funny that uh, yeah. So so what is it about horror for you, Allison, that uh, deters you from from watching it? Is it just? It's like I, you know, I would. I can't even really pinpoint like what makes horror so bad because I just watched all of Squid Game and thought it was good. So like I don't know, like I don't know where the line is drawn, but like because it's clearly not gore and violence because I like right. consume those things in other, you know, genres. I don't, I think it's just the intentional scary. Like I don't like spooky, creepy. Like yeah. I can deal, like I can deal with like a good, like psychological <laughs> thriller, you know, right. like yeah. right. silence of the lambs, I think is a, like is a great movie that I enjoy and have watched several times. Like that to me is like, it's so plotty and it's like not, <laughs> just yeah, meant it, to scare you it, right. even though like yeah, lots of horror movies are like great plots and right stuff like that too. yeah it borders that you know horror genre but it, it's more yeah more that psychological thriller mm-hmm. yeah um, so i don't know how to differentiate like a thriller from a horror movie it's just kind of almost a case-by-case basis but <laughs> it just yeah. really i get i have like nightmares i can't i can't do it <laughs> Yeah, I think for for me, what I because like she'll like we've talked about like Silence of the Lambs. I think it's like the idea of like a thriller. You're sort of like solving something. Like there yes. is a mystery, and there mm-hmm. you feel like okay, I understand what's going to happen. Horror, I think most horror movies are very intentionally surprising and very yeah. intentionally trying to throw you off. Yes. So it's like you can't anticipate. Like I was just thinking of Midsummer. Like there's just certain moments where you're like, well, I didn't no. see that coming. Nope. And I think that's what you really hate is like if you knew. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe that's why you really enjoy the spoiler part of it is like if you knew yeah. what's happening you'd be like okay but horror is so much about like I, mm-hmm. we are going to make you think you know and then suddenly introduce something awful and terrifying yes. yeah. and that is what you cannot stand I think yes yeah that's what I don't yes I uh, I like control I guess is part of my personality no, and, I, yeah I'm sorry uh, Hallie are you uh do you like bad horror films? You know, ones that are classified as like definitely bad, like across the board. Like, do you like those ones as well? I think so. I think, you know, um, I, I would say I love a very actually scary movie, but I do not think a film has to actually be scary to be a great horror movies. Yeah, I love trash horror movies. I love movies <laughs> that are not. I'm going to say this so because we're so we're doing a live show later this month. I'm not sure when this comes out, but we're doing James Wan's Malignant, which I think everyone should see. Do I think it's actually scary? Not in any way, but <laughs> but I appreciate the uh, the big swings, the audacity doing okay. something that's like feels like camp sort of like. Right. I love a horror movie where it's like, am I scared? No, but I appreciate what you're doing. And I also love horror comedy. I love any kind of like subgenre of horror. So, yeah, I love a bad horror movie, you know, a Trolls 2, you know, anything. Oh, I was thinking right. about, um, yeah. <laughs> you've seen, we haven't done this movie yet, but Monkey Shines. Did you ever see that one? That uh, 80s movie? It's like a helper monkey that, of course, goes rogue. Just that, where I'm like, great. I appreciate that someone's like, I will write this and make this movie. It's, yeah, yeah it's really something. I can we, really uh, appreciate a horror movie that, like, if written by somebody else would be a slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Really, yeah. That I can really get on board with. Yeah. This, it's like, you're not really <laughs> taking yourself seriously here. Are you, are you filmmakers? Like, uh, like what is this? Like we did, uh, uh, I don't know if you heard of Birdemic. Um, oh, yes. Yes. We, Birdemic. We, we did that with uh, Howie Mandel. Cause I guess he just loves bad movies. And uh, yeah, watching that, it's just like, <laughs> how is this not a comedy? Like, it seems like such a spoof, but you, but it, it's like one of those movies, like, the room or trolls too like you were talking about that yeah they yeah. were they were seriously trying to make a good, a good film and it's just like wow yeah, so wild. That's, uh, the earnestness of it all. yeah it's like who approved this like how does this yeah. get through <laughs> oh man and then uh so how how long have you guys had uh the podcast well, we were working on our on it on our own for a, probably about a year, and yeah. we are just like like we were. This is obviously before that pandemic. Now I feel like there's a lot more like websites you could use to remotely yes. record, and and you know like we had no we had to get a microphone. We had oh, we were God. operating from zero, so. But luckily, after we recorded a couple episodes on our own, and then we partnered with this production company, Irony Point, that currently makes our podcast. And God bless them. They actually have people who know how to do it. Yeah, Um, we sure as hell don't. And then we finally launched in August 2020. So during the pandemic. But it's been been it feels like it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've been doing it for years and it's been like (laughs) a little over a year of of episodes being released to people. So it feels like a very hard time frame to like wrap my brain around <laughs> do you have a uh, a favorite episode or, or an episode that someone should listen to that would really uh kind of epitomize what the show is and <laughs> or um uh, i'm putting I, you on the spot here but <laughs> the babadook is a good one yeah i was just say like that's one of yeah. our first ones and it's like first of all Baba, babadook is a great movie like a genuinely mm-hmm. scary actually good movie 
And it, but it's but it, like you said, like if, in describing it, it sounds ridiculous. Like it's like, mm-hmm. oh, a creature with a top hat shows up. But it's like, well, that's not scary. But in the movie, it's terrifying. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good example of like, it's funny when we talk about it, but I'm trying to describe something that is genuinely scary. Yeah. Yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's other a good one. We do a bunch of classics. I mean, like the fly. We did uh, the birds, the yeah. thing, the thing. Um, yeah. And then we've done some, we've done like Orphan and The Boy the and like boy, some of those yeah, kind of like real January ones. release date movies <laughs> yeah. that now come is out there, at the end of, beginning of the year. Is there any sort of rule for the show? Like, uh, have you not seen any of these movies, Allison, when you guys go into it? No, never seen them. And it's always a sticking point because I've seen yeah. like four scary movies, but right. they're obviously <laughs> very, I've seen Scream, mm-hmm. Get Out, The Shining, and Saw. And it's like everybody right. is like requesting, everybody <laughs> wants us to do those. They're classics, they're or like, or they're modern classics or just movies that people like want us to cover. And we haven't quite landed on how to do that because like, I do know what happened. Like, I do know right. a lot about those movies. I've seen them. Um, so we're, we're still working on that. But beyond those four, pretty much everything is game. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and we've also like, we won't, we're trying, we're not going to do movies that are um, like currently in theaters. Yes. We did do old and it was still in theaters, but it had been out for a month and a half. Yeah. So, because I feel like if you're on and the fence about a live seeing show, it. So it's not like any old person can find out the ending to old. They would have right, to have been yeah. at that show. Yeah. So we haven't released that episode onto our uh, feed yet or anything. But I think, yeah, like if there's someone on the fence, like, should I go see it or should I just listen to the spoiler? Just go see it. Go I don't want, we don't want to take any money out of any um, horror filmmakers pockets. No. Um, we want other box that, office numbers to stay. You know, we're not trying yes. to ruin, we're not trying to ruin that. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, we need you to make these movies. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think it's fair game. Like any genre. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I feel like it's been a while since we did like a genuinely gnarly one, but I feel like we're probably do. I really want to yeah. do, I was thinking we should do the three human said to be films, but for like Christmas or something. I was going to say like, yeah, the like a holiday release. Yeah, a holiday yeah. treat. Yeah, that's a good That'd idea. That's a great yeah. idea. I was wondering when we would get to those because people I think it's almost them time. all the time. And it's really, that's a, it's going to be a you problem, but also right, it's exactly. going to be a problem. I'm going to do my best to make it a you problem. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll definitely have nightmares about it. I can't even look at that like poster <laughs> have you gone back and watched them after the episodes at all like uh or allison because you've never seen them or no i'm like oh. i'm good i now i know and <laughs> I, know. I don't have to and, and some of them are so genuinely scary that like i watch the trailer for every episode or for Ooh. every movie that we do just to get like a sense of tone and kind of like how things look and like who characters might be um so we watch the trailer and then like there are movies that like, I'm just like, I could, there are movies I could watch that we've done. I'm like, Oh, I could, I could get through that. Like that wouldn't be, especially knowing what happens, but there are ones where I'm like, I just like, I think about the wretched all the time. It like is ruining my life. We did yeah. it so long ago. To, we did it like a year ago. Yeah. Um, but like, it was such a genuinely scary trailer. And then like Hallie's retelling while also funny was like very, thorough and awful um, in the best way possible. So there are movies that I'm like even more confident I can't watch now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking here like uh, you did the sixth sense. So there's, there's no way you didn't know the ending to that movie at this point. So I knew right? the end. I okay. knew the ending. Okay. <laughs> um, but I just had, and that's not yeah. even like I didn't see it cause I was scared. I think I just like, I don't, I'm really bad at seeing movies um, in general, like even yeah. other genres. I'm just like, I, I don't know. I missed it. Now it's too late. So right. that was like one yeah. of those. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it, I could watch that movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely uh, on my, on my, um, 
allowable horror mm-hmm. movies to sure. watch for me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, our, our perspective is very much like because I was like, oh, about Sixth Sense. It's like just because you know the Titanic goes down doesn't mean you saw the movie right. Titanic. So it's like you might know the twist in Sixth Sense, but you don't know what happens the rest of the movie. You don't know yeah. what, like what yeah. context. And that's a genuinely like the other really scary part of that. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming everyone listening to this has seen the Sixth Sense. But the whole uh, Munchausen by proxy subplot, terrifying as a child, terrifying yes. as an adult. Yes. So there's a lot more in the movie right. that, yeah. that isn't just, just a twist. Yeah, the twist isn't what makes it good. Like you go right. back yeah. and watch that movie, like you, it's it's great filmmaking it's such a by good Shyamalan. Movie, yeah. yeah, it's in you know Haley Joel Osment, you know, as a little kid, like amazing. That act, yeah, that performance, it's just like crazy. Yeah. Um. So what? Uh, I know you guys. Uh, we're gonna get to the movie, uh, the title of the show. Don't worry. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, I know you guys have a, a live show coming up on October 25th. I'm gonna get yes. this released before that, so you guys can oh, talk great. about Thank it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's uh, what's going on October 25th? So this will be our second um, live virtual show. Um, and we did old in August, obviously, and my Shyamalan, who has a new movie he just announced. I'm very excited about. Yeah, I know. It's nonstop with him. <laughs> so we are doing James Wan's Malignant. And on Monday, October 25th at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 8 p.m. East Coast time, you can log on to momenthouse.com slash ruined and watch us live spoil a movie for you. We're also going to have like a cocktail we're all going to make. Yeah, we um, do a signature a, cocktail. Nice. Uh, chat we all drink. Feature, you could like send us your thoughts. We're going to ask you, we have sort of segments in our podcast, like guess the twist or who do you think will survive? And you were, you know, if you're watching, you could guess along with them and, and we'll read your answers to it. Um, and yeah, it's ten dollars. And yeah. if you can't watch it that like Monday night, if you're busy, you once you buy the ticket, you get the stream for seventy two hours. So you could always oh, watch it, you know, nice. a couple so days you, later. So it's like re- it's like renting something. Yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like um, the movie. You're renting us talking you're about James Bond like that, talking and getting kind of drunk. And by the end, it's a mess. Ooh, um, and the chat is a very fun. Fe- like it, we we love our fans so much and. Um, they're so funny and we, you know, the, the chat feature is a very fun, like kind of party vibe element to it. Yeah. So. No, that's it's a good that's time. Great. And yeah. do you do like a Q and a or anything at the end or. We haven't no. done that yet. That's yeah. a good question. Maybe we, we went so long on the just, first one that like there wasn't just, room to add more elements, but we kind of like engaged with the chat, like throughout yeah. the, you know, as like different, like, you know, things were happening. Um, we yeah, kind of, our like, first show uh, addressed it. Sadly, it was on the day that I was moving. So literally, oh, yeah. like we, my boyfriend and I moved in the morning, and then we had to do this. And I'm like, boy, I, well, I don't know what's wrong with me that I, I was like exhausted the whole time. We didn't have ice for our drinks. Oh like, god, so you were drinking an old fashioned with no ice. Ooh, Ugh. can't it, advise it. But this no. time, oh boy, that, it's gonna is be. Is that even an old fashioned at that point? No, if it doesn't no have it's ice? just whiskey and sugar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something that you used to like clean a wound in the Civil War. Like, yeah. It was just, it was so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oof. Yeah, I can't. So this time Hallie's going to have ice and she won't have just moved apartments. Okay. So it'll be a good. really good. It'll be a great show. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm I'm glad you've learned from your mistakes. So <laughs> yeah, don't move again. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. October 25th. Definitely uh, we'll be linking that and everything. Um, now, uh, we have a very scary movie to talk about uh, today. Uh, the, ni- <laughs> the 1992 um, 
uh, scary movie, Wayne's World. So um, <laughs> why? Selected when uh, it might have just been me that was able to make it. Yes. To this. And I was like, well, I can't pick a scary movie. I haven't seen any of them. Right. But also, Wayne's World is a classic. Well, well yeah, I was. Go ahead. I love this movie. And yes. I, well, because Al has initially, I wasn't able to do this, but um, Wayne's World is one of my like family's movies. Like, it's like, you know, those, I don't know if you have this, but it's like, yeah, a movie that, like, I've probably seen this a hundred times. I Easily. love Wayne's World. I will watch it again right now. It holds up. So when you suggested it, I was like, I would love to do Wayne's World. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's where the synergy of our, our podcast partnership and friendship always comes in. It's so like, good. Um, just one of the best movies. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's definitely in in the rotation and in my family over the years. And it seems like all those like SNL alum movies, like you know, I had you know Billy Madison was always in my rotation, and uh, obviously Wayne's World, and there's a few others I can't think of at the moment, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now, uh, what uh, are you guys? Mike Myers fans, what 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 is what does Mike Myers mean to you? I mean, we're also the age that like he was at the height of his yes. comedy career when yeah. we were exactly the age to appreciate it and right. like, just be upset, like just like <laughs> from Wayne's World, Wayne's World Two, and then like the Austin Powers movies. Right. Like we were just exactly the right age. We're like you got enough of the jokes that you were like losing, and like you knew there were jokes you didn't get. That you were like, I, I want to know this. And I like, and just like, I just remember laughing. So I watched Wayne's World in my friend Courtney's basement. I think every single day we went over and just like, <laughs> would just like cry laughing. And like his, like, just like his goofiness is like perfect for like, you know, teen tween. Like right. when you're kind of just learning your comedy sensibilities, like <laughs> he's just so objectively funny that like. Yeah. It was just the per- like I feel like we really thread like we are the perfect age of fan base for him. <laughs> yeah, my parents to this day will say if you're gonna spew spew into this, like we still <laughs> say lines. I mean, like 30 years later, um, I love Mike Myers. I will also say I love um, so I married an ex murder. You know, maybe oh, not his best yes. film, but I love it, and I will like it's great a movie. Just, like I will put it on while I do something else. And then, um, weirdly, uh, my boyfriend and I watched um, the, all of the Austin Powers movies during uh, the pandemic. And look, once Fat Bastard gets introduced, I it's not for me. But the first one is so good. It's such a great parody. It's like, you yeah. just, and, and, and it makes you really miss, like, we're just not getting those big comedy movies. Like, I guess there are some on streaming, but um, not like it's, we used to. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. unfortunately... Yeah. A I big like, blockbuster studio comedy just hasn't been around. It's been a while. I mean, Judd Apatow yeah. kind of killed them a little bit because, like, comedy got too nuanced. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, like, oh, I mean, in, in introspective stand-up. It's like, I want yeah, goofs. Like, I want I laughs. Want, yeah, I want, like, big, broad characters and super funny physical comedy and, like, that kind Like, that's, like, it doesn't need to be every movie, but, like, we need to have those being made still. Like, right. I'm just, like, what... What is this generation? I mean, I know the answer, and it's so devastating. But like, what is what is what is a current thirteen-year-old like losing their mind over? And it's like TikTok or whatever comes after TikTok, I think. But like, yeah, they don't have those like big like. I just remember seeing like Austin, like you know Wayne's World, and and all of those movies like with my cousin who was fifteen years older than me. So like, I'm like thirteen, and he's like 
almost 30. Do the I'm math. Like, oh, I was like watching I, you trying to put those two numbers together. <laughs> just panicking. Yeah, <laughs> you can see the terror in my eyes. This is my horror movie doing math live. Um, and just like, I just remember like we would both be losing our minds and it's like, yeah. that's, I just feel like that kind of stuff isn't, around anymore yeah yeah it seems like uh i don't know if movies yeah i mean you know funny movies come out still and you you laugh but it's like i I don't find myself quoting you know a comedy that came out you know two years ago or you know five years ago even like i feel like all my and maybe that's just part of when you grew up and when you you know watch these films as a Mm -hmm. kid i think that's when it maybe sticks to you so maybe kids who are watching these new comedies nowadays are quoting those but uh, i feel myself quoting more you know the 90s you know films and i and i love about you know especially wayne's world is i love that they they play on it and they know that they're in a movie like they yes, totally break so break funny. the fourth wall that's and that's the best part yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cuz he got like Garth like always looking at the camera like hey i dropped my pen oh my what's that, <laughs> I yes, tell you with that giant tropical drink on the table it's <laughs> yes. so funny but like it is like i just feel like other movies have tr- like do kind of just kind of sew together a bunch of like seemingly independent sketches. But, right. Like, this movie does it really well. Like there's yeah. so many like standalone bits that like could have been just on SNL. Like, yeah. could, like, you know, that could be just like part of a larger sketch show and not in the middle of a movie. And they still work like the whole run of like all the brands and like selling out and like the false ads where it's like right. the Pepsi and the Pizza Hut and like the Newprin little yellow. I think I said Newprin little yellow better like 1000 times when I was a child. <laughs> but like that's like such a like moment where like that could have been in any like Yeah. That's weird that that was in a movie, but it because it just feels like a sketch. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that is his sensibility because it also makes you think of like the Austin Powers like the penis pump like that's just mm-hmm. a full sketch. Like they just yes. took like four minutes to do a penis pump sketch. Yes. But, and and it, I guess it's like that's why. I mean, there's plenty of SNL movies. Most of them are not great. And it's like mm-hmm. that's it's it's hard to translate a sketch writing sensibility to a screenplay. Like that's most people clearly couldn't pull it off. But he yeah. he could, and that's why he's uh, he was the star. He I mean he still is, but like you know back in the day, I was just yeah. thinking like the last SNL movie. Maybe there have been more sense, but that I can remember is the. I consider this an SNL movie is pop star with like Lonely Island oh, yeah. and Andy Samberg. And that was 2016. And I love that movie, but it yeah. it just, it, it kind of bottomed out at the box office. Like people just didn't yeah. see it. I saw it in the theater, but I don't know. I didn't see it in the theater, but I did see it and it is great. In my mind, that's something like a 13 year old would see and actually think is funny. But then it's yes. like, yeah, they have to find it. They have to like find it on streaming or hear about it. And I don't, yeah. Yeah. I there went, aren't just like big releases anymore that are right. comedies. Yeah, and yeah, I, and I want to say I read earlier that this is the most successful SNL movie, like money wise. Um, it was such look, a like it, it was, was for a while anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I have to dress up in a costume for a stand up <laughs> show on Halloween, and I was like, I might just dress up as Wayne. Like, this yeah, is such absolutely. a like I already have. I'm like halfway there right now. Like, it's just like it's easy, but like. It's also just so iconic. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it looks like, um, I was looking up just now, uh, Wayne's World. Yeah. Still number one, uh, box office, uh, after all these years, number two, Wayne, uh, Blues Brothers and then number okay, three is, yeah. Wayne's, is Wayne's World 2 so another <laughs> great movie yeah a no, sequel that like is I mean nothing like I think nothing is as good as the original but like well, yeah. that sequel is like pretty good for comedy sequel standards yeah 
Well, what what is fascinating too about this is you know, they took a sketch that's just a public access show in his basement that they do on SNL, and they right. were able to make a movie out of it. Not only make a movie, but make a successful movie out of it, and one that people still go back to and talk about. What are we? Thirty years later now. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's yeah. It's it's just insane what. Uh, Mike Myers was able to do and obviously everyone else involved. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just, <laughs> just a simple sketch like that. And to make a story out of it to me is just, it's that's talent right there. That's <laughs> can't go also, wrong. There. I mean, we have to talk about Tia Carreri. At being I mean, the hottest, the hottest, the hottest woman who's ever been filmed, the hottest woman who's ever been alive. That was like <laughs> that. And Fran fine informed everything. I think about like what it is to be yes, like an, a absolutely. sexy woman. Yeah. Her singing like in like a lace like bustier and leggings, just like singing ballroom blitz. It's outrageous. Like, yeah, oh, she's so great. And she's funny. Right. I, yeah. I always felt like I always I, I always felt like because like she's also like true lies. And like there's like a terrible um, John Lovitz movie. <laughs> I love John Lovitz. But like a terrible movie. She was like the love interest in. She never had the career. Like, I wish she could have had the career. And I feel like she, she's been in some Netflix stuff like in the last couple of years. So I'm glad that like she's coming back in and people are, are remembering her. But I was like, she is a star. And then, you know, and I don't want to be like, oh, is it racism? Or just like, oh, you can only be the hot woman for so long or whatever. Right. But she was iconic. I remember as a kid being like, well, that's when you grow up to be a woman, I'm going to be that. I'm going to be her. Yes. I, that that was cool all, as well. I was like, I want to be her specifically right. her. Yeah. Well, and, and Wayne, uh, she, she will be his. Oh yes. <laughs> she will be mine. <laughs> I quote that all the time. The, Oh yes, she it's will be so mine. Good. It's every like, line is quotable. Like that's every it's like, line. it's so like, the, yeah, like the jokes per second or like the memorable lines per second is crazy. Or maybe yeah. there's just so, <laughs> and like, there's so many like weird, like, references to uh, like it's very self-referential and also oh, yeah. like, very pop culture referential <laughs> to like other genres and like other like they 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 parody like you know high drama romantic films they right. parody like kind of a sci-fi horror moment when garth and benjamin are standing there and garth is like fixing the like weird animatronic hand that has nothing to do with anything and then he just starts right. like hitting it with a hammer and it's super crazy and strange uh speak speaking of gorgeous you got rob Lowe in this too so i mean uh, oh yeah <laughs> looks incredible Absolutely. also so funny like so, like so that funny. yeah that er, his like er like yuppie like character yeah it's yeah. crazy. He he was so good at playing a dick. Like he you know was a dick in this and, and Tommy Boy, and yeah. then and then he plays Chris Traeger in Parks and Rec, and he's like the nicest guy. And <laughs> but he's able to play both of those you know roles just fantastically. It's it's yeah. He has a lot of range. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, and uh, I also love uh, uh, when Laura Laura Flynn Boyle is coming to them at the so donut good. shop or whatever. So <laughs> funny. Gets, Gets it's a up. gun rack. I don't even have a gun, let alone any guns. Let alone enough to necessitate an entire rack. That is just odd. That to me, just still, I I, I was uh, dropping my daughter off at school today and I could only find one shoe. And I tell my wife, probably because we were doing this movie, but I tell her, I, I only have a shoe. Um, so, And she knew exactly what I was referencing. So. Yeah. Even just like his line reads are right. so like, never, like the way he says things are how people like ended up. And like, and Dana Carvey too. He's yeah. brilliant in this and so funny. Um, 
and just like all the the just the ways that their characters speak is like enough to make like lines into jokes right yeah definitely and and well even even you know the sarcasticness i think a lot of it mike myers could only get away with like when they are like uh doing like the product placement and stuff and mm-hmm. it's just it's so it's just so mike <laughs> myers to be like why would i ever sell out and he's like eating you know the pizza hut and the do- yeah. doritos and and you, you were saying how they like were referencing stuff like you know and again they know they're in a movie like when he they him in um uh cassandra right uh yes. they break up and he gets back to her and <laughs> he starts crying and like splashes you know water in his face and it says oscar clip at the bottom like he's yeah. <laughs> crying like it's it's just so you know it's so i fun. never learned to read <laughs> is that true well everything but the reading part um <laughs> like it's just oh it's so there's like one joke when they're at um my parents bring this up all the time but like because we also watched this movie a ton when I was growing up, but like, yeah. again, like Hallie, we were probably uh, like just under the age where like 75% of the jokes we understood. Yeah. And probably 25% of them were like for adults Right, um, that I knew that like, I think it was like comedy, but like, you know, your brain starts to understand what comedy is. And I knew they were jokes. I just didn't know why they were funny. And my family was, we were all at the beach and we were ordering Chinese food for dinner and my mom was going around. Everybody's just like, what do you want? Like my cousin, my cousin who's 15 years older and his friends. So like, you know, a bunch of like guys in their twenties, right. my parents, my aunt and uncle. And my mom was like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know, 10 when this movie had come out, uh, 11. Yeah. And I was like, all of the cream of some young guy. Oh, I knew it was a joke. Like I knew it was a funny joke from the movie. Right. I just, and I knew like this was the time to say it. Yeah. But like truly didn't understand what right. I was saying in any way. Like just not at all. Oh, and like my mom was like, it was so hard. Cause like I had to be like, never say that again. Like you can't say that while also wanting to laugh so hard. Cause it was like a perfect moment to like yeah. say that joke. But she was like, it was off. It was so terrible. Terrible. It was so difficult not to just like laugh at you and encourage it. Incredible. <laughs> oh, my 11 year old daughter is saying a cream of some young guy. That's <laughs> it's upsetting. Uh, yeah. That's like, ooh, <laughs> gotta watch what she's watching. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got so, I, I mean, I, whenever we do comedies, it's just a quote fest. I got so many quotes here. I mean, yeah. the whole, you know, uh, did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he dressed up like a girl? <laughs> it's like, no. It's like, yeah, me either. I mean, he <laughs> just so great and uh i love the line uh <laughs> when um garth asks wayne if he's gonna marry her he's like marriage is punishment for shoplifting in some countries <laughs> it's, just, it's so fun oh my I, goodness it's also like a comedy a big studio comedy from the 90s that's directed by a woman right yeah yeah, no, yeah is- it's so cool and it's crazy um, that yeah this is in the 90s and then today we're struggling to get you know things like yeah. that like it's especially <laughs> in comedy women right. still don't get to direct a lot and like i don't know i i think that like some of the like great nuance of this movie is hopefully attributed to the fact that like a woman was uh directing it and yeah like, there are just like some like it just like it's it's really there there is a nice like it doesn't feel you know even as watching it as an adult and it's on ifc all the time if anybody has cable still like me um (laughs) like it doesn't feel like i feel like sometimes i go back and i watch you know like Step Brothers or old school or like some of those other big studio comedies that came after this that are all like super male and like 
they don't like I do feel like a little like like watching a lot of the scenes and like you really I mean there's some stuff that in Wayne's World that like doesn't age great but like right. overall the vibe of the movie does I think yeah. what's interesting about it is like they're characters but they're not like big characters and I feel like for so long that's what, like mm-hmm. studio comedy and like Austin Powers too but it's like they're just two like guys that you feel like you've met people like that or a version of them mm-hmm. which is so appealing but then it's not about like them being assholes like it's, yeah, it's about like they have a dream, but they're making it happen. Um, yeah, that I feel like uh, like a lot of since then, like comedies either like big swings, big characters, even like Melissa McCarthy, like huge character movies, mm-hmm. or people just like kind of like mean like like prickly comedy. And this Wayne's World, maybe that's why it was such a big hit. Is like, yeah, this is for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even if you don't get all the jokes, like as a kid, I'm like, oh, they're friends. They have a TV show. I get it. You know. Yeah, yeah. They. It, it's not like th- like the objective villains are the bad guys, and Wayne right. and Garth are good guys, and they're not like you know anti heroes that you're rooting for because they're overgrown. Ma- like I mean, they are like immature, but like they seemed like they were like 18. <laughs> like there there wasn't a lot of like yeah kind of that weird. Vibe well, you, where you're like, who do I root for in this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know from start to finish. I mean, there's no, you know, it's the, they're the same person they were at the end. They just have success now. And well, and obviously the whole uh, uh, multi endings. The multi But yeah, they're the they're the same characters the whole way through. You don't know, you know, you you know right away. Whereas now it seems like comedies start even, you know, they're you know a dick at first, and then they find themselves, you know, even with drama but with comedies they do that mm-hmm. as well now so it's like but this is just it's just lighthearted. it's fun it's yeah. so rewatchable and yeah so glad you guys picked this movie any any final thoughts on it that we didn't get to um i feel like <laughs> a lot of comedy now feels like it's all like written by the same group of 10 people like somebody made a list mm-hmm. of like jokes you cannot make anymore after you know like 2020 it was like yeah, that's gotta hurt or like whatever like just like those like throw oh yeah away. there was that list I, yeah. I can't ever think of any but it's just like yeah. dumb generic jokes and what I love about Wayne's World is like it's the opposite of that like it's incredibly specific yeah. all the dialogue feels like those two guys would say it they do a great yes. job of like establishing the different characters like it's so it's like a movie that manages to be like goofy and meta but also like feels very grounded so then you're allowed to do mm-hmm. these this goofy stuff um, yeah I love it go watch Wayne's World it. Yeah. Watch Wayne's World. It really, if you haven't seen it in a long time, you will be like very pleasantly surprised by how fun and good it is. Yeah. I think like that, like I had seen it like maybe it was a couple years ago and it had been like a long time since I had seen it. And I, I was like, oh, I wonder if this holds up. And I was watching it and I was like, this really holds up. Like it is, I, it is still laugh out loud funny. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's been <laughs> movies where I, I, you know, cause you think like, oh, it's probably cause I watched it when I was a kid and mm-hmm. you know, I just, it's nostalgic, but there's been movies I've gone back to where that I watched <laughs> as a kid and loved. And I'm like, yeah, this, why did I think this was so funny? So <laughs> It's, you know, I, I've done that experiment. So scientifically, yes. I I can tell you that it's not just nostalgia. So, um, but uh, no, I, I'm so glad you guys picked this. It's been uh, an absolute blast chatting with you about it. Uh, do you have anything else going on besides your live show you wanted to promote or anything? Any stand up, anything like that? 
between uh. the live show and just the podcast in general um, yeah. that people can follow at Ruined Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and also, if you have movie recommendations, we take those. If there's mm-hmm. a movie that you're like, I can't see it. I need you guys to watch it for me. Like, we will. Well, Hallie will do it and I will listen to her talk <laughs> about it. And then you get to also. So um, definitely that. And then you can just follow us. Uh, for whatever other stuff we're up to. Um, I'm at Allison Libby on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Hallie Kiefer on Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, listen to the pod. Listen to the pod. What days does it come out? Tuesday. Tuesdays. Tuesdays. There you go. Wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) I don't even know what the options are anymore. (laughs) Just Google it. (laughs) <laughs> just, yeah exactly like what do you mean where do i find it google it <laughs> google it <laughs> I, I don't even know if, did we say the name ruined ruined, ruined. Yes. podcast ruined. ruined uh exclamation point boom um uh well ladies it's been an absolute pleasure having you on i had a blast and uh wish you the best of success and uh again yeah thanks so much for for chatting with me today thank you so much for having, for having us, us. there you have it folks the ruined podcast allison and hallie they were a lot of fun wayne's world classic absolute classic glad uh we were able to speak about it on the show uh make sure you're following us on itunes subscribe to us like i said earlier uh and following us on twitter at blockbuster cast on instagram at blockbuster mentality that's where you get all the updates on the show and our website blockbustermentality.com it's that easy uh to find our new episodes um but uh but yeah hope you guys enjoyed the show got another guest next week that uh, i think you'll be excited about and uh oh again uh make sure you uh, uh check out their live show on october 25th all right folks well that is for it for me For Hallie and Allison, I'm Ben, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. Bye.